It's time for Mature Muscle with Lee and Phil. Hello and welcome to Mature Muscle Podcast. This is season two and episode four. How are you doing, Phil? I'm very well, thank you, mate. How are you? Yeah, great. Um, so we had a good chat last time about core that went down quite well. Um, got a little bit of news first, then we're also going to have a little chat about the spine as a like a weak point, if you like. Because there's, there's a couple of weak points in the human body which constantly uh, are a pain in the ass, basically, quite literally sometimes. This, the uh, the lower back, uh, especially, uh, but the back generally, the spine generally, um, the knees. And shoulders are the, are, the, are the kind of worst, if you like. Hips as well it can be a bit of an issue, but mostly as you get a bit older. So we're going to have a little t- chat about um, the back today and the spine specifically. Um, hopefully this will be a bit of uh, bit of information that you can use um, in, both in treatment maybe or just even getting it checked out if you're not sure about something. And um, maybe we're going to chat a little bit about treatment at the end just some suggestions really because we're no experts in that so um but first of all there's been a few things going on in the world out there we're just gonna do a little a bit of news first i don't know whether um did you see the the uh, story about the peloton treadmill i shouldn't laugh really so it's pr- pretty awful honestly i didn't i didn't see it until uh, the, my fiance's family just brought the the peloton peloton bike and then they like, the mum was her mum was like, we get we might get the treadmill, and that was when I first heard that apparently it had been like hoovering up babies or whatever into yeah. the, into the mechanics of it. Which I, so I, I know I haven't I literally haven't heard about it or read about it until then. So you could be interested to hear what the details were. Yeah, of- I mean, I've only got an outline of it so far because it's still the info still coming out. But the um, there was one particular case tragically where um, a kid was literally dragged in from the back, obviously because as it's going round. Um, it dragged in an under from the back and tragically died. But I mean, that's Fuck. an extre- extreme case. Um, I mean, you can argue all day whether you, they should have had a kid running around while they were doing while they were on a treadmill. But you know, the, the fact is, you sh- your treadmill shouldn't kill you. I mean, you know, there should be things in place which stop that happening, even if um, the worst case scenario. But uh, but also with dogs, pets, um, numerous pets have been hoovered up, and that's slightly more comical. But, um, you know, it's it's just a, a bit of a shit show, really, from Peloton because they've spent all this money. And I did hear from um, an article the other day that, that was saying that because they'd had so much success with their bike, they were trying to hurry through oh, no. their um, their treadmill, you know, to get it out there to market quickly and obviously maybe didn't do as much of the testing as... That's crazy. I know. I mean, you'd think that, wouldn't you? You really would think a basic is have a guard on it. Have yeah, no, how, I'm trying to pick... I'm trying to picture it. Many years ago, I had a friend that said he many years ago he was in a gym and someone like literally booted a Swiss ball, like kicked the Swiss ball. It got sucked underneath somebody's treadmill and that treadmill got launched basically across the gym with the person on it. Because the, the <laughs> wow. ball went the ball went underneath the treadmill at such high I can, speed. I can yeah, see that happening. Basically can... flipped the treadmill and the person on it just got launched. I wonder how Jesus like, Christ, that'd um, be frightening, wouldn't it? You're hitting a PB on a on a bit of a sprint and all of a sudden you're 20 feet in the air upside <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'll have to Google it after. I, I'm trying to, I, I'm going to have to, because I've not seen a Peloton treadmill. Uh, I've not seen one. So I'm trying to, in my head, I'm trying to figure out how that even yeah, happens. You, like, how's a bit that... on TV. They've been advertising them quite heavily on TV. But they, anyway, they've basically recalled them because they've they've acknowledged that you know they fucked up and they need they need to do That's something. Massive. Gonna, I imagine they're going to do some kind of bolt on guard or something 
But like, hello, like that should have been there anyway. So that's a bit slack from yeah. them. So that is bad. Moral of the story is exercise is bad for you. Yeah, that's right. Don't do it. Just <laughs> that, but in all seriousness, you know, someone's lost a child. It's crazy to think. I mean, that's that's awful. Obviously. But you're right. I think you're right. Though, not to take anything away, but you got to be when you got children. Like, I mean, maybe that. I mean, I've never heard of that before. So maybe we are. We're saying we're maybe the parents have been should have been maybe slightly more responsible. But really, to be that's a freak accident, isn't it? You wouldn't. That sounds more like Peloton's fault than anything. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, you know, there's there's, there's basics that you should be should be in place anyway. Mm. Uh, and the other thing, um, which which flagged up, which which is quite interesting again, because um, it's, bearing in mind it is it is um, a load of research done on mice. Now that might sound, you might think, well, what the fuck's the point in doing recent tests on mice? You know, what relevance does that have to humans? But it is a good uh, actual base for, for testing, and they do a lot of that. So um, for whatever reason, they, they do use mice a lot, and it's, it does show pretty accurate results. So um, what, they've, what they've seen is that exercise and good diet um, in childhood, obviously in, in young mice, leads to adults with bigger brains and lower levels of anxiety. Now, you could, you could ask, how the hell do they know how anxious a mouse is? But I'm sure they've got ways. Mm. Um, so they looked for the first time. They, they, the reason this is interesting is because the first time, often they'll just look at exercise um, or diet. They don't do both. This is one of the first a bit of research that actually looked at both at the same time. Um, so when when they fed a high diet in fat and sugar, mice not only became fatter, which is obvious, but also grew into <laughs> adults that preferred unhealthy foods. So they actually did want to eat the, the given a choice between the good food and the and the and the fatty sugary food. They always went for the fatty sugary food. Um, so, and early life exercise generally reduced anxious behavior in adults. So, you know, if you, if what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, if you stay active as a kid, you're going to be a fairly active adult. Um, and also if you eat relatively well as a kid, there's a good chance you're going to eat relatively well as an adult. You know, if you get some poor kid who's fed, you know, turkey twizzlers and sits on his ass playing PlayStation all day, there's a good chance he's going to grow up to be a, an adult who does the same. Or maybe not the turkey twi- twizzlers, but you get my drift. Yeah, to so, be fair, I was brought up like I was on it. I've, I've talked about this before, but I would be turkey twizzlers on your PlayStation. We, we were literally like I've said it before, like breakfast. Me and my brother we would have like ready break. We'd take the bag of sugar to the table with us. I'd load it. Like we ate. My mum like that. I did that. That's all we, right. But like, we literally, my mum, you know, it's some of the situations. Though, single mum works full time. We just ate. We ate shit. The upside was obviously that back, that was back when we we played out a lot. So I feel like I, that that resonates because i've grown up into an adult that enjoys activity like stuff but i do find it hard to eat well i hate vegetables i hate to take i have grown up into that person who has to i would and i've said it before would eat shit all day not literally shit but i would eat yeah. crap <laughs> just yeah. a, eat I, would eat, shit. I would eat shit all day i'd eat shit all day if, if i could do it and not get fat and die early so it definitely is something i think it's if you're if um you're a parent and you're not now I can go by like what I see in our house, you know, like, you know, it seems very different now. Like the kids spend much more time on things like their iPads and stuff. And they, yeah. they don't tend to, they don't live close to friends. So they don't go out and play on the streets like we did. No. Uh, so true. it's definitely something to worth thinking about. I definitely find, I think, um, and I, I always found though my friends who, who, and this is just a small sum size, but people I know who tend to eat health, who enjoy eating healthily, I, I found they're the ones that, when, as kids, they weren't not necessarily restricted from sugar. Because I think if you're restricted to something when you're a kid, sometimes you can it can backfire. But they yeah. were definitely more. Did they? They were fed more, I guess, healthy homemade meals. Yeah. Than what I was, so I, I definitely think that's that, that's interesting research there. Yeah, it's um, yeah, we you know the, the the fact that it showed that um, you know, 
if if you eat well and you exercise, then the the some of the the, the bad adult mice that did that tend to have larger brains and um, an increase in muscle mass as well. So, you know, the, all these things, even though as I said, it's an algorithm in it, it's um what's the word anyway? There's there's it passes over from mice into humans very well. So you know these research that makes sense really. If you're giving kids like crappy foods when they're in their de- in when they're developing as kids and they're not exercising, it makes sense that their, their development. Well, it seems yeah. to make sense. I mean, would not be as good as someone who is fed nutritious, nutritious food. food. I mean, nutrition <laughs> yeah. is what you know. But when you're in your formative years, yeah, when that's, you, that's when you need the nutrition, isn't it? So you know, if you if you're given, yeah. Crap yeah, food, definitely crap important. out. That's a bit of an old, old-fashioned statement, you know, junk in, junk out. But in a way, it's fairly true. So yeah, and this is one of the reasons why I want to, you know, most of the people I work with have kids, and oh, that's one of the things they say a lot. Like they, they feel they almost feel guilty that they're not a role model for their kids. They're eating crap. Yeah, those habits spill over. Like you've yeah, got do. somebody who's heavily overweight and doesn't really like going out. Probably not as likely to go out and play football, or even if they do, I find they, I find they tell me that they, they can't do it for very long because they get like breathless and tired. Yeah, it's not a good way to be. Very true. Anyway, let's move on to our main section, which is we're going to talk about that as as I mentioned, the weak part, one particular weak part of the human body. Which, um, I've asked you before: Have you ever had back issues, or have you have you been? Um, you, had shoulder, you had shoulder issues. Have you no. ever had a back? Shoulders, I've had the odd, like, you know, you do like, a shitty rep on a squat and you heard it for a couple of days. But no, in terms of, like, um, long-term cr- kind of more chronic issues, I'm, I've always been quite good with the back. Yeah. Um, never suffered from back pain, really, to be honest. Well, that's good. That's good. I I um, I remember vividly when I was in my early 20s, just starting out exercising. I was mm-hmm. trained at home with the York barbell set, you know, with very little <laughs> knowledge what the hell I was doing. I was in the middle of rural Wales, no gyms locally. And... um. I remember, you know, reading in Flex magazine how bent over rows, uh, sorry, not bent over rows, um, stiff-legged deadlifts gave you really good hamstrings and glutes, etc. So I tried it, of course, butchered it utterly. I remember looking, thinking back now, looking at it, I was, should, I, if I could go back, I'd slap myself in the face and say, stop it, because it was, it was just terrible. I was, I was locked legs, locked knees, you know, rounded back, and I was going really, I remember going pretty heavy as well. And I remember the next day, I don't remember it actually being painful at the time, but the next day, couldn't couldn't get out. I had to roll sideways out of bed. Um, I couldn't brush my teeth. I had to lean on the sink to brush my teeth. Couldn't open the, the fridge door. I, it was just, I remember it for days like that. And it's never been the same since. Never been the same since. So to this day, I don't know what I did because I didn't get it checked out because you don't when you're a kid like that. Um, I think I must have herniated a disc or something. Um but yeah. yeah, so so I mean, it happens. You know, maybe many people out there listening who've had something similar, I'm sure, or, or happened later, or they've done it, you know, at work or something like that. So we're just gonna have a little talk about um, most common things that can happen. Mechanical is the most common. So when I'm talking about mechanical injuries, I'm talking about damage to um, the disc, the intervertebral discs, um, mm. compressions of nerves, which gives you that like awful kind of spinal kind of nerve pain. It's like electric shocks. Um, damage to the root of the nerve that is because, as I'll say in a minute, the, the nearly all the nerves you know th- go through the spine at some point because from, from your upper body all the way through your arms, going right through to the core, um, and then down your spine, you know, to, to be read straight up to the brain. So it's, it's like it's like a, like a nerve highway, your spine. So when you damage anything in the spine, it can have so many knock on effects. But talking about the, the the actual mechanical stuff now, um. 
and the, also the spinal joints not moving correctly. So there could be some some kind of um, some, some issue there that's causing the actual spine joints. I mean, the, bear in mm. mind they are multiple different joints um, that can that, that should be in it. Like it's if you look on the side, like an S shape. You know, you should be have a natural curve. Um, so that's that's one of the mechanical issues. That's the main problem is the mechanical issues, I should say. So through that nerve highway, they call it, it's like it, it's just everything goes through there. Um, so herniated discs, that's th- what I think I did. Um, so when the contents of the, the disc gets compressed so badly that it bulges out and then it can hit a nerve, impinge on a nerve, and then you get this kind of nagging pain and because the, the brain's trying to figure out what, what to do, it often puts the muscles around it into spasm to protect it. Uh, do you want to go through the the areas of the spine just to highlight those there so, so people know what I'm talking about? When I say spine, what people are actually aware of what I'm talking about. We talked about this earlier. Yeah, well, obviously you said it's got a, like a natural S shape. So you've got the lower back is probably people would be familiar with that. It's the lumbar spine. Then in the middle where you've got like, you know, someone's got a really bad hunchback, the middle of the spine is the thoracic. And then the neck, the neck area is like uh, the cervical or whatever you want to call it. It's basically. Yeah. Did I say that right then? Cervical or cervical. So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I know. For some reason, I would normally say cervical, but for some reason in my head, it's, it came out as something. Maybe I've, that, maybe I've heard it differently lately. But that's the, yeah. the top of the neck. That's the bit where the, you know, where the skull attaches. Now, so, it, I mean, if we're going to talk about injuries in terms of what how you can get them in in. Uh, I guess we can separate them into sporting injuries or just people that have, because a lot of people might be listening, just have general lower back pain. Yeah. A lot of that will come from a deviation in that, in what we, you know, I talk Pilates in what that, that, that S shape should be. There's a neutral spine where the S shape is, you know, it's not extreme in any way. Like there's a small it's like curve. a soft S, isn't it? Like it's a soft S. S is a good way to describe it. But yeah. what tends to happen with people um, is the angle of the of those S's change. A good example would be the lumbar spine, the lower back crease uh, increasing in curvature during pregnancy because the bear of the, the you know the weight of the baby on the front gives yeah. people gives females you know the pelvic tilt, which gives you yeah. the that compresses the discs on the spine and causes you know the muscles to shorten and can cause you know back pain. Um, People that have problems with the thoracic spine is going to be very, very common because they slouch over the desk. And probably what we're going to get more with the with the um, with the top of the spine is going to be the the change in head position now because we tend yeah. to look down at phones a lot. Or um, if you're working at some, from home at the moment, yeah, If you look from the side, you know the 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 head should be kind of stacked. You like the center, like if you ever look at someone's kind of anatomy, the, the ear lobe should be kind of central. But the typical posture is going to be the head forwards of the body. I'm sure everyone can imagine that. You know, the person that has the head forwards, yeah. So that's going to put a strain on the neck. And all of the all that happens really is you've either got you got two things. When the position of the discs change, you get tension on the discs, which obviously can cause problems like wear and tear. And then yeah. obviously you get certain muscles become shorter certain muscles have elongated and some get tight, some spasm, like you said, and all you get is this sensation of like um, pain from, you know, you know, tension headaches, for example, lower back pain. And that is from that changing posture, which is why, so what happens then is, and this is why I've always said, like, if you've got bad posture from, I know, let's say people are listening to us, you know, it's mature muscle over 40, over 50, most at some point, most, you know, we've been sitting in our chairs for decades. So most people are going to have, you know, spine positions that may be not quite right even me that's why my shoulder is bad is because i'm slightly more rounded than i should be which sounds mental because you can't almost see it and i'm quite strong in my back but somehow 
I've ended up with this internal rotation, which is causing my rotator cuff to inflame because the joint's out of alignment. So you get these people that have like these exaggerated S curves, these tight muscles, these weaknesses, you know, we covered that on the core episode. So go back and listen to that. And then all of a sudden they go into the gym and do a deadlift wrong. And that's why, you know, when you're in your twenties, you can get away with it. But when you're fifties, you do one bad rep and you're on the sofa for a month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the really, that's the, yeah, so to what you're trying to do with core training, um, resistance training, strength training is two things, really build the strength back up along the spine in the certain muscle groups to um, essentially pull the spine back into a more quote neutral position. Yeah. Um, and you're trying to increase mobility of the spine. You know, one of the things I'm quite poor at, and you, uh, you get, you have sometimes you have to sacrifice this for, for things like bodybuilding. And there'll be people that do certain sports, sports where you're limitless, but you know, trying to bring back mobility, like rotation, sideways bending. You know, you know, we talked yeah. about, didn't we? Like, you know, the, the the different planes of motion. Yeah, the three planes. That's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you've you've covered quite a lot there. That the, the, I'm going to delve into a little bit deeper as well. The, the strained. Uh, torn muscles again going back to mechanics mechanical issues um so w- when you strain it it's it's, it's damaging um you you've got you, from mostly from lifting and twisting that's where most people report a lot of things so if you lift something badly you know we all know you see people lifting something off the floor and twisting it up and that's where a lot of these a lot of these issues have come from um so all of these ligaments supporting the spine uh, if they if they get pulled or torn that's a sprain just much the same as if it was an ankle, you know, a, a strain or a sprain. Um, so overstretching, you know, if you're in a position, we so say if you're in a, if you're exercising, quite often happens in sport, like you said, if you're overreaching, you're twisting, and there's load, um, you can tear ligaments. And because unfortunately, there's really poor blood supply to ligaments, so we we know about that already from what we've discussed before. So the healing can be really slow. So you know, back injuries can often take a long time to heal. Uh, a little bit easier if it's a muscle. So, you know, if it's a strain rather than a sprain, then the torn muscles um, can can heal a lot bit quicker, especially with a bit of treatment. Um, you know, if you're going to get you get some treatment on on that to help getting that blood in the area back into the area to help help the healing. Um, and then we, we move on to things a little bit move on a little bit lower to the one of the even if you're talking about weak points in the human body there's a weak point in the in the spine as well which unfortunately is the si joint or sacroiliac joint yeah. so this is where if you like your main spine that goes down from your neck to your lumbar area joins on to your hips so this um it's meant as a bit of a shock absorber um and it's if you think of a hinging movement so like a deadlift um or squat or any olympic lifting where you're hinging at the hips um then you you need you need that sacroiliac joint because that's where as i said that's where it joins onto the hip so you get a lot of power from that area but unfortunately because it is that join between the spine and the hips then you get a lot of issues folks around that point so it's kind of a weak spot if everything's going to go wrong you know and your technique isn't on point that's probably where it's going to come out <clears throat> mm. um that would you agree with that mate yeah i agree with that um that's an area where a lot of people hurt because they'll do like a squat wrong or even just little things like um, the leg press wrong where they let the knees come too far to their body and their bum rolls in the seat. Yeah. And they get and that kind of, and they flatten the lower the kilos on that. And then yeah. you've it just shows really like, it just shows the importance of having good technique. And this, so if anyone's, I guess, you know, I think most people listening to this will probably have, have maybe ex- experienced back pain. A lot of the time it's really just a weakness um, and some bad posture. It can be very, it can be fixed 
dare I say, quite easily. Um, unless you start talking about proper like herniated discs and stuff like that, you know, people have like uh, there'll be people listening that have discs that have worn away and they won't have as much, you know, the stuff that you get as you age. That's more difficult, and you kind of yeah. really, a bit like my shoulder now with the, the AC joint basically wearing away. Yeah, you got to just manage it. Something I could really yeah. probably do much about it other than be sensible with, and keep posture good on that on those shoulders. But yeah, I think it's just I think it's just a case of. It's funny, actually, how some of the best exercises, and I say best, I think if someone's got a bad back, I wouldn't say do deadlifts and squats because I would no. have probably do more like core Pilates stuff first to build fun, like fun, like fun, like foundational strength yeah. first. But still, it's funny. Like, some of those exercises you like people want to avoid are some of the you know, rows and um, rack pulls are pretty good on the spine, but only once you've got good form and good posture and good ability to understand where it should all sit like yeah. in terms of like how the, the joint should all lie, which is why I like Pilates because it kind of, it's probably the first time people will um, have somebody lay on lay on the floor and like, you know, educate them on how the lower back should be curved or put their head in the right position, show them where they are. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's very yeah, educational definitely. in terms of like correct or like um, correct posture. And then being able to, we, I mean, we covered this on the core episode, so definitely go and listen to it again, but then being able to understand how that, understand that posture in the first place then being able to maintain it while you move it's quite difficult it's way more difficult than people realize it is yeah dead right and it's also harder in terms of physically harder it's, you know you can do you know 20 minutes of pilates and be sweating your you know your knackers off it's bloody hard work if you're doing it properly that is that's um, what i was going to say yeah 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 um the other thing i wanted to mention is the, the this is i've experienced not myself but one of my clients um had recurring sciatica which is an absolute horrendous thing to have if it's bad because often that happens when the sciatic nerve is pinched and again it can be a, some kind of issue in the spine um and that can cause really bad pain you know down your leg all the way down your leg in a yeah. like an electric shock kind of style pain that just constantly nagging and and unfortunately because it's a nerve pain it's not like um a lot of painkillers will do much to it. It's almost it can't almost it can't be touched by regular stuff. You have to have pretty hardcore stuff. Yeah, it can be quite bad. I've seen I've had uh, I had a guy from many years ago who was they could barely go to work for a few months. It was like bedridden, but it was yeah. so bad. A lot of times as well, that could be um one of the culprits that would be the muscle. It runs kind of between like the the bone and the and the piriformis. Yeah, that's and then, right. So when the piriformis gets tight, yeah, and it, it presses it spasm, the side, yeah. basically yeah. pinches the nerve. So a lot of the yeah. time, you know. I, I sometimes get it um, now and again, and it, oh, it's been a long time since I did this, but if I go out for a long time, like if I go for a night out and we stood, stood up for hours at a bar, I will sometimes get on my left side from the knee to my foot, like a, just a non-pain. Um, oh, okay. I, it will last, because it sometimes lasts just a day. It's probably like on a scale of one to 10, three or four, but it's just a, and it's just and nagging. The, yeah. It's just yeah. kind of nagging. It does get a little bit worse, like a burning thing. It's just constant. Yeah. It's not that bad. You wouldn't want it forever, but it's, but that's normally when, um, when I saw my friend Heather again, talk, talk about it quite a lot and she released my hamstrings and all it was is my hamstrings were tight and they were just pinching on the nerve because the side, you know, it branches up the base of the spine goes down both legs. Yeah. Sometimes no, if it's, sometimes no, if it's, I don't know if this is a general rule, but if it's a, if it's kind of a pinch from the performance, it's more likely going to be on the side, you know, the leg's going to be on that side. So if your left butt cheek is pinch, it's going to be on, sore on your leg. Yeah, if it goes sense. down, but goes down both legs. It could be above. The, it kind of yeah, yeah, could be starting yeah. above that at the junction in the in the in the spine. So it's, yeah, that could be really painful. But again, a lot of those things not a lot of those things can be not easily fixed. But I've seen them improve dramatically with just doing the exercises like we talked about on the on the core episode. You know the clams and uh, just basically yeah. Pilates exercises where you bird dogs and um, yeah. So basically, 
And if you go see my friend Heather, she'll say, you know, a lot of times those kind of injuries come from weak glutes because they're such a powerful muscle and they're, they're meant to do so much and they do so little. The little muscles like the piriformis. And at the moment, my right butt cheek is of, is the one that, it's the, you know, there you always get that one side that if you don't do the exercises, regresses. You know, you, it's like, I know that I will probably have to do clams on my right side for the rest of my life, but I just forget. And then it, I get yeah. the warning signs yeah. and my groin has been bad. And there's a muscle that right, basically from the attaches, you know, the pectineus. Mm. right in the groin and i've got it at the moment i'm like god i'm because having that treated is well a it's quite weird because it's right in your groin and b yeah, it's quite painful really trust that person yeah no, you literally <laughs> do so that and that's again because like those muscles are now painful because um I, that that right but you just you know it just gets weak over time and i've just i aggravated it by doing some cycling in lockdown on a on a stationary bike it's a very similar pain to i got when i was teaching spinning quite a lot and it's, it's it's quite a simple fix really but it's my fault for kind of not really maintaining that kind of prehab yeah. and, and only doing them when it's rehab but uh, yeah you're asking that's i think satica is something that a lot of people proactive stuff rather than reactive yeah 100 percent. right um the other one i want to touch on well there's two more actually the main ones um i'm, I'm not going to go into uh, there's so many we could talk about this for hours but so i just want to cover the basics um degenerative disc disease um, is another one which is generally, like you said, wear and tear. Um, discs lose their hydration. Basically, the discs um, between the, the vertebrae actually dry up as you get older. They lose their hydration. So they become less uh, good at actually absorbing the shock, which is part of the, the reason they're there, is to shock absorb. So you don't get the bones, the bones of the spine sm- slamming together every time you jump. Mm. Um, and also they, they're there to resist force so that, you know, if you're say, doing a squat, for example, they can take that pressure um, <sighs> without fracturing. And that brings us on nicely to compression fractures. Um, so this is, and this is why we keep harping on about doing strength training, especially the women out there, because it's much more common postmenopausal women to have, um, you know, weak, weak bones, weak joints. And obviously if you've got a weak bone, you've got a weak joint. Um, and if your if your hips, you know, have issues, then you've got big trouble, uh, big problems. So osteoporosis is something that can be stopped dead in its tracks with, with uh, weight training and, supplementation with vitamin d and calcium you know calcium etc um so another thing so um so definitely resistance is on the cards to stop that from so you don't they've got those horrible crumbly powdery bones that happen um there's no reason for it to happen obviously um you know certain medical conditions can cause it but other than that you, you can prevent it by weight training so it's a big that's a big one big flag that one um and in terms of um helping what do you do that's a good question well obviously we're not experts in this so you know if you've got any pain you need to go and get it checked out so you can't really find out what it is and treat it yourself it's um you know no one wants to be a, a google expert so get out there and actually get some professional help find out what it is first then you can start treating it but generally um there isn't a, there isn't any condition that's not going to be helped by strengthening up your core we talked a lot about that previous session um to, to the last about before the interview uh, about strengthening up core muscles and like we just touched on there doing um you know unilateral stuff like you know you moving your arms and legs separately because that that's what that's how the core gets stronger but you, you don't really get it from working uh, bilaterally that's both legs both arms as much if you start doing using separate arms opposite leg opposite arm kind of stuff that's when you really start to strengthen up that core and get it stronger and get it more more prepared to actually do what it's supposed to do which is stabilize um, also single leg stuff is really good. Not a lot of people do that. So things like, um, Bulgarian split squats and, 
um, single legs, single legs, um, squats, lunges, all of these things, lateral lunges, all of these things are all good. At, you know, developing a bit of stability and, and core core stabilization. Yeah, so that's true. all of, all of that's you know top stuff. You know, you should all be doing that. I do that. I mean, I make myself do it because it's not the most interesting thing, but I do make myself do it. Um, I did some Bulgarians the other day. Actually, you can really feel it in my bum now. Yeah, <laughs> really gets in there. <laughs> Are we still talking about the what the we talking about muscle soreness? Yeah, yeah, we are. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did some Bulgarians the other day. Can we put it in my bum? <laughs> yeah, no, I've got a friendly Bulgarian <laughs> now and again. No. <laughs> yeah, to be but, fair, um, actually, that's one thing that Heather used to say to you all the time is I need to she had me do much more one-legged stuff. And I, I yeah. actually am doing a lot more of those myself. Um, I was forced to do it in lockdown actually because I didn't have as much weight. So I was having yeah. to do so single leg was obvious. And now I'm just trying to continue doing it. Like um, so reverse lunges work well i said they once you got good um once you got good core strength and good like everything's kind of from a pilates kind of core strength point of view they are great exercises especially if you want to start developing your glutes and hamstrings so from a sporting point of view or if you, you know there'll be a lot of you know women listening and people even maybe guys listening and think, you know i'd like to just tone up my butt and my hand and my legs those reverse lunges and bulgarians are yeah, well, it's really well. They, yeah. That's actually what I've done. I was done a post recently about my fiance. Is one of the things she wanted to. Her genetics are really good, but the I guess her weak point, not to it was her butt. And I'm yeah, not saying she's gonna love you for pointing that. I know it's funny. Well, you know, like I'm talking many listeners strictly from a bodybuilding point of view. It was, <laughs> but it's it's improved massively. And I did a post the other day saying like, no, you can't dig yourself out of that. Mate. Yeah, fucking, I have to, I'll have to block her from <laughs> listen, block her from listening to these these from now on. But the but yeah, so the thing that the thing that's really improved it is been Bulgarians and reverse lunges. So uh, that's yeah. kind of off topic a little bit, but they're definitely good exercises. Yeah, that's great, all all, good all round, good all rounders. I think. Yeah. Um, and I know as well because I can squat. Fairly heavy, and even, but you know when Heather was like, do these uh, I was doing barbell um, just split squats, back leg on the floor, and on the weak side, so this right side that I just mentioned with the you know having to have my groin looked at, and that that side I'm so unstable, yeah, so unstable. I can step back, you know, that left leg can be the left leg is super stable. I can work it. It doesn't matter if I'm on a Smith or doing it with a dumbbell. The second I have my right foot forwards on a split squat of some variation, I'm it's like my brain knows it's like he's like you're unstable here. Yeah. So, so sometimes getting into position for a Bulgarian is the hardest thing. Lifting that left foot up just yeah. to get the just to be. So, yeah. so that's what I'm doing now. I'm like, right, it's, right. I mean, I was doing that the other day, and it, you know, it just I've not done them for a little while, and it reminded me how, um, yeah, <laughs> you have to kick back with that leg, and you're really vulnerable when you do that. You feel like you can. Stand. Yeah. And this is the thing. Like I'm like right, and I've gone back into the gym. This you know, with the, now I've gone to another, I've joined another gym, and there's more racks. So I'm squatting one of. I went up to. I went up to 180 on the, I went up to 108 kilos um, last week on the squat. And I was like, felt okay, but it felt like two things. My core definitely needs to be strengthened back up because I felt vulnerable. Like I felt I couldn't like engage it all and stay tight as we say. Right. And I'm, and I'm a bit wobbly and I'm like, right. That's why I need to work on these single leg stuff. Cause this last thing you really want is like at one point I was squatting 220 kilos and I could barely stand on my right leg. You can see the, you can see the yeah. discrepancy there at some point, right? That's the, yeah, yeah. it's, a, it's, that's a, only it's gonna end one way. It's it? a weak link ready. And it, it was, a, I was to say it's a weak link ready. That's, going to expose me but it did it hurt me so that's why those exercises work well so um yeah don't do some more of those horrible exercises yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the boring the boring stuff it just but you just it's boring but important you know so it needs to be done so switch switch your training around from you know um single leg stuff or you know, to, to both legs you know don't just 
rely on either one or the other because the good thing is with obviously using bilateral that's both legs you can squat heavier you can handle more weight you you, you know it's it's a it's a you get a get a training stimulus sometimes but then you, you're missing out on the stability the leg the legs working independently from each other like they're supposed to you know they do work like that you think you just just as you walking and running you know that's yeah, that's state of stabilization but you don't bound around like the place like a rabbit so you know you need to be able to function and and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago about how that sprinter was working used to working just in one direction with no stability laterally so soon as soon as he went to play football he nearly killed himself and tore all his muscles up yeah so anyway gone off subject a little bit again so let's go back to the the, the treatment again we're, we're wrapping it up now really because this is kind of kind of it but yeah, we talked. We've already talked about yoga and Pilates. Um, we we spoke to uh, James Crossley a bit, a little bit about that. How he's found yoga has massively helped him with his, um, you know, stabilization and his core. So, you know, maybe if you do, if you've got some recurring lower back problem, it might be worth looking into a bit of Pilates and and, and yoga. Even if try it for like twelve weeks or something and see how you get on. Because often you can do a course, twelve week course of these things. It might be worth yeah. giving it a go. Um, and seeing how, how that helps you. Most people report massive benefits from it. Myself, I think a lot of problems will be fixed by people listening if they get a stronger core, get stronger and lose weight. Yeah. And we, you, what you talked about earlier about with pregnant women as well, you know, when the, the, weight, the weight is forward pulling the spine out of position, the, the exact same things happen with guys with big bellies and women, well, women with big bellies as well, but, because, but guys tend to hold the, the belly fat more, you know, around yeah. the front of the body, you know, like the, the, the apple on a stick kind of thing. That's, you know, the, the same things happens with, with, with overweight guys who've got the, a lot of belly weight pulling forward, pulls the spine out of position as well. So you can imagine if you lost, you know, with a good chunk of that weight, then that spine would sit back in, you know, into a much better soft S rather than that, you know, S with a massive concave mm. spine. So yeah. Easy fixes if you um you know if you know what to do. Not so easy if you've no idea what's going on. So yeah, like that's what I'm saying. A lot of the time it is uh it's not it's just, it's not necessarily easy. It's a quite a simple fix unless you've got a when you start talking about like we said about herniated discs and like you know arthritis that kind of thing. But if you just got general what we refer to just a general lower back pain or neck tension, then chances are if you fix your posture and do some stretching and strengthen up some areas, you'll you'll see a huge benefit from it because you'll just pulling the body into a more quote neutral position it's quite easy it takes time but it's not it's, it's quite easy it's if you're, if you're going to go to the gym anyway you're going to that's what i've had a guy the other day one of the things you know he came to me just to lose weight and one of the things he's most happy about is that his posture's improved it wasn't really a goal for him but it wasn't until we look compared the before and after photographs it's funny how much taller he's standing and everything and that's you know, going to bode well for him as he goes into his 50s and 60s so that's super cool as well yeah absolutely um, and one other thing I want to talk about quickly before we shoot off is um, our little our little challenge, our beastie challenge. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up next um, next week, and then use what we have so far. So we've got as I said, we've got loads of, of male entries, but very very sparse on the female entries. So um, last kind of last chance week. If you're if you've got a friend out there who thinks who you think may uh, benefit, who's a beast. Um, and don't be afraid of throwing her under the bus because she'll probably thank you in 12 weeks, you know, when she's a new person. So, um, have a think about it. Last chance week. Um, otherwise, we'll just crack on with what we have. Mm. Um, and that's kind of pretty much it from me, mate. If you've got anything else you want to add, or as no. usual, please just share, um, share everything. You know, it's been, it's been great. People have been doing that, but keep doing it, please. 
you know, share, share the, the podcast with um, all and sundry and see if we can share it wide, wide and far. Yeah. No, I haven't got anything to add, but I think that's, you know, I think a lot of people have got injuries. Best thing you can do is maybe see if you've got a really bad injury, like something that's been nagging you for a long time, maybe worth going to see an expert, something can do therapy on it. Or yeah. if it's just a general back pain and, you know, you've got some niggles and ask yourself, are you doing core training, strength training? And just look at your habits, you know, do you sit badly? Is your laptop set up in the wrong position? Um, yeah, one of the things I do, I'm quite. One of the things I did quite early on, and I'm still doing it, and I'm quite short. Is I, I actually angle, like for example, when I drive, I angle the mirror up so I can't see out of it unless I'm set up. Yeah. It's just little things like that, just to try and make me, you know, not you know, we all have bad habits. We slay, yeah, we all we all have these habits. So yeah, I think that's covered most of it, really. Cool, nice one, mate. Awesome. Cheers, mate. See you all next time. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode of Mature Muscle, please subscribe. And find us on most social media. Until next time, stay shredded.